You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. The stress test. Talk about the stress test because I think that that and is... And like what's going on right now? Well, no, but why the stress test was applicable, for goodness sakes. Yeah, right? I mean, any mortgage that was done since, yeah. uh, you know, obviously changed everything yeah. and the stress test came into to play. Uh, B20, B21. Um, the what reason, is the stress test for those who don't know what the stress so is? So the stress test currently, and uh, at the end of the year, uh, they decided that they were going to keep the qualifying rate the same at 525 or two percent above your contract. Obviously, with where the rates are right now, yeah, the rates are typically above five point two five percent or three whatever. Yeah. So everyone is qualifying at a rate of contract plus two percent. Right. And the perp and the point of that is is that inflation can set in and things can happen. Rates can you, go and up. You, and you right. And you need to have that buffer zone in your income. Exactly. Yeah. And it's for everyone. If it doesn't matter if you're in a variable rate or a fixed rate, you're all qualifying with the stress test rate. And currently you're qualifying at prime plus two percent. Um what's interesting, a lot of industry people like myself, yeah, we thought that maybe the minimum qualifying rate might be increased above. 5.25. Right. It wasn't last year. Yeah. So that means that typically we'll go the whole year until the end of next year and they're going to decide does that mil- min- minimum qualifying rate need to be changed? I don't know. Uh, uh you know a lot of economists think that by the end of this year we may be in a recession type situation Todd. Yeah. yeah. And if we're in a recession type situation, that means that the rates uh really could go down. And um you know obviously that's going to impact what what happens with the Bank of Canada. It may impact the bond market. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. We'll see what happens with rates. We yeah. don't have a crystal ball. Yeah. Um, I think that the rates still may be high for at least another year. So I think that's what we need to bank on. Yeah. 2023, high rates. But the uh, stress test is is there to protect the consumer, right? It is. And yeah. uh, consumers are protected. Um, the CEOs of the big five actually you know, met. There was in the news this week, and they yeah. were really talking about mortgages. Obviously, it's obviously yeah. on the front of everyone's mind. Right. Uh, obviously, they you know, were all talking and... Are there some mortgage arrears? Not really just yet. But they're projecting that as much as maybe two, two and a half percent of consumers may get into some mortgage arrears later this year, Mm -hmm. depending what happens with rates. Typically, I will say that Canadians make their mortgage payments. Yeah. That's the very last thing that they are unable or are not willing to pay. Yeah. So Canadians typically will, will make their mortgage payments. And I will venture to say these bank lenders are not going to see a bunch of foreclosures. You want to know why? People that are able to qualify for a prime mortgage mm-hmm. typically have cash or credit. Yes. They're able to weather the storm for a longer time than someone that's in an alternative mortgage, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. or someone that's in a private mortgage. Yeah. Those are the ones that I'm really most concerned about. I think the most vulnerable are the clients with the highest interest rates. Yeah. And and listen, I have people sometimes they'll call the show or I'll get emails from them. They'll say, look, we're in a, we're in a, the sky is falling scenario. Mm-hmm. And they'll look at uh, what happened in the United States in 2008. And I say, look, it's no. not, it's, there's zero comparables to what happened in, not even so, close. in, in, in the subprime. Not even close. Right. Not even close. So let everybody know just a, a couple of reasons why it's not even close for those who are saying, oh, we're heading to watch what happened in the United States. Well, I think at that point there was the access to credit was really Yeah. They diminished. were giving everybody a mortgage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you had a heartbeat, you could, you could get a mortgage. In Canada, we are definitely more conservative. Yeah. Comes back to this point about the stress test. Yeah. You have to qualify on a higher interest rate because when you qualify, the bank and the federal government wants to know that if the rates go up, you can still afford your home. Yeah. Right. And that's what's happening right now. Um, you know, did we think inflation was going to be a runaway train? 
We talked about inflation basically all year last yeah. year. We should we, have known. We should have known. Yeah. And the rates only really started increasing the back half of the year. Right. But now we've had six months, 12 months of higher rates. And now we think the sky's falling. Yeah. No, it might be another six months or 12 months and things will soften. It's like consumers that are in a variable rate. It's not going to be high forever. It's not going to be low forever. It's variable, right? Mm -hmm. Historically, it's better. And obviously, some people that are in a variable right now are paying more money. Yeah. And are they paying more money than if they were in a fixed? In some cases, but, yes. But that said, I'm in a variable. So, my, Me so, too. I'm, so I'm paying hundreds more for my mm. mortgage. That all said, I would, I would almost rather do that than be in something extremely low and have to renew in a and year. Shocked. And shocked. And be shocked, right? And At I'm least you grow that, into the, the, the increase, I'm right? seeing that right now, yeah. and I think those are the hardest conversations. Yeah. It's the clients that are coming up for renewal that are like the sub 3%. Yeah. So they people are, are at 2.5%, 2.9%. They are shocked. Yeah. They are shocked. How much is it going up for them? In some cases, their interest rate is doubling. So on a typical payment, uh, bi-weekly payment, what- Well, their what payment's you, not going to double, Todd. No, I know that. So but, like but their what payment, I'm saying is- what, Their payment might be 50% more, though. Right. So we're talking- That's significant. Yeah. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month more. And I'll tell you what we're doing. And this is a really good time to talk about a little bit about solutions. I'm talking to a lot of clients that are not- Originally, we didn't do the mortgage. These are clients that are coming to us from another financial institution. Yeah. And maybe a mortgage broker did it or they went directly to the bank. And they're coming to us for advice about what should they do to make their situation better. In many cases, a bank lender, they don't want to rework your mortgage to extend your amortization only. They want to, if they're if you're going to rework your mortgage, they want to lend you more money. So yeah. they want to pay off some debt or something like that. Yeah. So I have clients that are coming from some of the big five that we don't even do business with. And these clients want us to do the transaction and not borrow any more money, Todd. Mm -hmm. But what they want to do is they want to extend their amortization 25 or 30 years. Right. I have clients that are in 10, they have 10 years left or 15 years left or 20 years left, mm -hmm. but they need a longer period of time to pay that principal yeah. because they need to have a lower mortgage payment. So we're certainly having those conversations. We're certainly having a lot of conversations for clients that bought a home prior to 2020 because they still have a lot of equity in their in their homes yep. and are the values as high as they were at the peak i don't think so but i don't think the property values have gone down mm -hmm. there's just not as many transactions happening right now yeah. and are things going for as much above asking as they were no but i think that certainly there's a lot of borrowers that have a lot of equity in their properties and those are the ones that we're doing a lot of these transactions for and sometimes they're pulling out equity to maybe pay off unsecured debts. I mean, it's January. It's Mary Debtmas. Yeah. We're starting to open our credit card statements. Maybe we spent too much money last year. Maybe we spent too much money during the holidays. Mm -hmm. And some of these consumers are doing a refinance and pulling some equity out of the property. And that's putting them in a better financial position. But I would say even more than that, we're talking to people a lot about amortizations. And people are definitely taking longer amortizations now mm -hmm. than they were before. Yeah. Yeah, and that's for some people. Look, I, I think the concept uh, years ago was pay the mortgage down, and never do that. Uh, that's pay it off, be pay mortgage it off, free, pay it off, mortgage discharge free. it from your property. Right. But I think people now are, are even into their senior years are looking at their homes as in, in a different way. Right? Is that uh, safe to say? Let me tell you, I see so many people before they retire. If they don't have a mortgage on their property, they're putting a home equity line of credit on there because they can qualify. They have the income. Yeah. And it's really prudent to have a mortgage charge on your property because things like mortgage fraud, it doesn't happen that much in Nova Scotia. But let me tell you, in other areas of the country, 
it happens a lot. And when you own your property free and clear and there's no charge on there, yeah. you're, you're basically opening yourself. You're a target. You're a target. Yeah. yeah. You're a target. Yeah. And there was a news story coming out, I think, of Ontario uh, in the last couple of weeks. A couple was on vacation. Yeah. They were away for a couple of weeks. So, uh, fraudsters made their uh, IDs, sold their property. Oh my clear. goodness gracious. Over under them. Some, wow. Someone, some, the buyer, the legitimate buyer from yeah. these fraudsters was yeah. living in the property. <laughs> I They're, shouldn't laugh. I don't laugh, but It's way, a terrible situation. It's a terrible situation. But yeah. when you own your house free and clear, yeah. you're opening that. yourselves up. So I'd say at least have a HELOC on your property, a home equity line of credit. Yeah, right. I would say that is going to protect you. And then at least you have a, a lien on there. You don't need to owe anything on it, yeah. but it's a great way to protect yourself from yeah. potential title yeah. fraud. All right. So when it comes to mortgage, uh, to to a variable versus fixed, you've mm. you've been a strong, strong, ardent supporter of a variable. You and you still are. I still am. Okay. Tell us why. I can tell you, there's more clients today taking a variable rate than there are fixed. Yeah. Tell us why. And in many cases, variable today is more expensive than fixed. Variable is more expensive than fixed today. In many today, cases, yeah. You're still advising that they do that. And clients are still wanting to do it. Okay, well, state I'll tell your you case. why. Yes. One, they think there's going to be a recession. And they think that if there's a recession, the Bank of Canada is going to lower the key overnight rate, yeah. which will obviously impact What's the, the cost time of horizon rate. for that? A year? A year. Yeah. We'll say a year. Yeah. yeah. Secondly, if you break your mortgage early yeah. in a variable, you're only going to pay a penalty of three months' interest to get out. Right. So, Canadians. We like to break our mortgages. Yeah. Sometimes we break our terms early. Yeah. If you're in a variable, three months interest. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Thirdly, that variable is always convertible into a fixed rate with your right. existing lender. Yeah. yeah. So imagine the fixed rates go down. Yeah. And you're like, hey, the fixed rates are now half of where they are now. And you really want a fixed rate. You can convert with no penalty. Yeah. The downsides on the fixed are, they're quite high right now. Mm -hmm. And if you break it, you're going to pay a massive penalty to yep, get out, yep. especially if, when the rates go down because you're going to pay something what called if somebody an interest says, yeah, rate Yeah, we're not going to break it. I know we're set. I'm, we're not moving. I'm, we're not going. What do you say to that? What happens if you, ha you have health issues? Yeah. What happens if you have matrimonial breakdown? What People have matrimonial you, breakdowns? Believe it or not, it happens <laughs> like 50% of the time. I think it's more than that. but Could be more than 50. Yeah. And I'm not against fixed rates. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Fixed rates are for some people. I think if you're at the top of your budget, you're borrowing the maximum you can afford and you need to know what you're going to pay every month. You're going to lose sleep at night. Yeah. A fixed rate is viable even at today's rates. Right. Yeah. It's not for everyone. And I think you need to understand the risks of both. There's risks and reward no matter which choice you make. Yeah. But it must be, I don't want to say an annoying day, but when, when rates go up and, you, and the phones are ringing from people who are panicking, you must be talking to a lot of people kind of down from the, out of the, off the ledge, right? You know what? We have yeah. these conversations all the time, but what I think is really powerful, we really try to get ahead of it. We're all about communication. You have a variable rate mortgage. I have a variable rate mortgage. Yeah. We like to pump the communication out. We sometimes will send a communication out before the Bank of Canada even meets. Yeah. When the Bank of Canada does meet, We'll send an SMS. We'll send an email. You're, you I'm do, live doing, on Facebook. Facebook. I'm on, on City News. Yes, yeah. You know, we're trying to pump out as much communication as possible. So then borrowers are really comfortable and they, you know, they know what's going on. I can give the advice. And in some cases, clients have chosen to lock in. Yeah. They might not have locked it with their existing lender. Sometimes we'll do a transfer to another lender. 
And I, I, on the show, I think in the last couple of months, I said, you know, a three-year fix is very popular right now. I will kind of change what I'm saying. I would say mostly it's five-year fixed and five-year variable, and we're doing more transactions in a variable rate right now than we are in a fixed. Yeah. Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.